0: Welcome to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer, a show dedicated to creating change and emotional healing for executives, professionals and expats in the various stages of marriage breakdown and divorce. Discover insightful strategies to better manage your personal affairs and learn secrets to creating more happiness, love and success in your life today. Hi, this is Nicola Beer and this is Divorce Talk. Today's topic is how to help your spouse Heal from your affair. Many unfaithful partners underestimate the damage and the fallout after infidelity. They claim that they didn't think of the consequences. And often, when faced with losing their loved one, they panic. This panic can lead them to make further mistakes in their attempts to help their injured partner. If you've cheated on your spouse but have regrets and hope to save your relationship... Don't let another mistake-ridden day go by without reading some of these tips. Without listening to some of these tips. Or, if you're a wounded spouse and your unfaithful partner keeps on hurting you in their attempts to help, put this episode into their hands and share it with them. Having studied and worked with many couples going through affairs and healing after infidelity... I've created a program, How to Help Your Spouse Heal from Your Affair. The program has 10 parts and this is the first part I'm going to talk to you about today and that's The Secret of Making a Helpful Apology. My aim is to help you learn the secrets between couples who not only survive but thrive in the aftermath of an affair and those whose relationships blow up. If you want to make your relationship even better than before, healing must take place. Some argue what constitutes an affair. Widely accepted is the definition that an affair is an sexual relationship, romantic friendship, or passionate attachment between two people without the other spouse knowing. Before I share the secret to a helpful apology, it is important to distinguish between the three types of infidelity. I come across in my practice. Number one is those who cheat because they're not getting their emotional or physical needs met inside the marriage. Many unfaithful men and women haven't fallen out of love. They're largely dissatisfied with the current relationship. Quite often they claim to know that the person they have had an affair with is unsuitable for them and that a long-time relationship would never work. They usually feel frustrated and when paid attention outside of the marriage, stray. They feel frustrated because they're not getting their needs met in the relationship. Then there are two sex addicts. Sex addiction is a difficult pattern to break, but help is available. I've actually got another episode with Dr. Weiss, who is the founder of the American Association of Sex Addiction Therapy. Be sure to listen to that one if this one applies to you or you're you're questioning whether you or your partner is a sex addict, it, um, hopefully that will help you there. But there's different, six different types of sex addicts, according to him and the association, so you can learn more about it in the other episode. so just have a look at that. And then there's three, there's those that make a huge one-off mistake. Often drunken or under the influence, they have temporary insane moment and weren't thinking clearly at all. And they cannot even answer the question, why did they have an affair? Because they cannot still believe that they did it themselves. In all three of these categories, many of those unfaithful do feel remorse, guilt and shame about their actions. Good news is, I have worked with and seen numerous couples successfully rebuild their marriage uh, in all of these three different categories, where couples have gone simply beyond repairing the damage caused To making their relationship the best it's ever been. I'm not going to lie to you. It does take work to rebuild trust. And a great deal of patience. And knowing the right things to say and do. Unfortunately I cannot explain the whole 10 part program. But here's a checklist which may help you. Basically you need skills to deal with their obsessive thoughts. Insight to understand their triggers. How to undo the damage of the lies that you told. Measures to rebuilding trust. Steps required to limit their pain and yours, how to rebuild your integrity, how to live in the present and let go of the past, and guidelines for the first 24 hours of discovery, and the critical steps in repair. If you want to find out more about that, please go to my website, which is www.purepeacecoaching.com, and um, there'll be some more information there if you're interested. So, how to make a helpful apology. Number one is show empathy and make a heartfelt apology. Successful repairers know that half hearted apologies prolong and even defeat the healing process, whereas sincere apologies and demonstrating genuine empathy speed up the healing process. You may think apologizing is a very simple, obvious step, but what many fail to recognise is that unless your spouse knows that you understand the extent of their pain, healing is impossible. Expressing genuine empathy gives the injured spouse peace of mind that you realise and recognise the devastation and hurt caused by your actions. Getting a helpful apology is crucial, which is why it is the first part in my programme. So what do I mean by helpful? Examples of unhelpful apologies could be, I'm sorry if I've upset you or caused you pain. If can cause offence. It's clear that you've caused pain and may lead to a reaction like, what do you mean if? Is there any doubt that I'm suffering? Do you think I'm making this up? It could be something that they think. Another unhelpful apology is saying, I'm sorry for your hurt. Your puts the onus on them to heal the relationship. It can leave the injured spouse to think, is this my hurt to deal with alone? You did the affair and now it's up to me to heal things and make things good between us. Or it may leave them further annoyed because you haven't acknowledged the damage done to the relationship as well as the hurt done to them and the damage done to the future. Another mistake I hear people say is I'm sorry for whatever I've done. Whatever is never a good idea. You need to acknowledge the exact pain they're going through. So rather than offer empty apologies. Those successful in repairing the damage, show concern in engaging ways. They show they are truly sorry and empathise with their pain. Here are some helpful apologies. I feel terrible for how badly I have hurt you. I deeply regret the pain I have caused you. I will do whatever it takes to make this up to you. That must have felt awful. I cannot imagine the pain you feel. I am so sorry. I love you and I promise never to betray you again. Point two in the secret of making a helpful apology is to express but don't wallow in guilt and self-pity. When making an apology, you must ensure that you are more sorry for your spouse's pain than your own guilt. I see people mess up here. They allow their own shame defensiveness, regret or self-pity get in the way. Don't fall into the trap of becoming so wrapped up in your own recrimination that you fail to help your spouse with their pain. Your spouse needs to know that you are sorry for the heartache you have caused them. Not that you are sorry for how guilty you feel or for the shame you have brought to yourself or your family. It is good to show and you feel remorse but be careful not to dwell on it And make it about you. Because I've seen so many people when they go through infidelity and they they feel bad, they feel terrible and they just make it all about them. And that really doesn't help your spouse at all move on and it doesn't help repair the relationship. So just to be really clear, it's, it's important not to keep repeating and saying things like, I'm terrible, you shouldn't be with me, I'm such a bad person, I hate myself, I'm a failure... I'm guilty I feel so guilty, I can't eat, I can't sleep, I have so much pain for hurting you. You're better off without me and the shame I've caused. I'll never live this down. Clearly all of those statements, you know, if they're overemphasized and you're making it about you, not them. If you do have a hard time forgiving yourself and are full of self regret and resentment, and this is causing you problems, consider getting some coaching for yourself In self-forgiveness or doing some healing exercises to release some of that self-hatred or or self-pain. Because your self-punishment will not be helpful to your spouse and you really need to be focusing on their needs, not your own needs. Number three is hug them when they cry. I realise it's difficult to listen to your spouse when they are suffering, especially when you've caused the pain. But they need you to be there for them. Hold them when they cry and let them know that you fully appreciate how much they are hurting. Many have complained to me that they feel further rejected when their partner couldn't face or didn't want to hear about their pain and didn't hug them. So this really, really is important. Number four is accept responsibilities for your actions. Successful repairers acknowledge that no one made them do anything. Successful repairers recognise that nothing can ever justify intimate, emotional or physical betrayal. This means no shifting blame or excuses onto the faithful spouse. Often unfaithful spouses give themselves permission to engage in an affair. They either have a self-pity for their situation pre-affair or state that their spouse's imperfect or unsatisfactory behaviour led them to it and makes it unacceptable. Part of taking responsibility is getting counselling, coaching or joining a support group to address these issues underneath the self rationalizations For some in my coaching that's about helping them to be more honest and open in their relationship and sharing when they're not happy about things rather than getting frustrated and then having an affair. Then there are those that I help to break addictive habits. If excitement and thrill is missing in your relationship then it's about generating other avenues where you can get Excitement and thrill. If emotional connection and good conversation is missing, then you need to look at rebuilding that in your relationship. If you lack doing activities together, then looking at addressing that is important. The point is, the focus should be on apologising without blame and seeking any further help to enhance your relationship and address the issues you used to convince yourself that cheating was acceptable. Makes sense when you think about it, doesn't it? How can your spouse ever trust you again if you blame something or someone else? Successful repairers accept sole responsibility for strain, and seek to help to change things where necessary. There are some common stresses that people have and this is something that I've seen over the time working with different people. And these are stresses that can lead to an affair. So it could be overly child-centred marriage, Recent birth of a child, death in the family, emptiness when the children leave, unresolved childhood trauma or grief, having a parent who justified their own infidelity or speaks negatively about the opposite sex, earlier exposure to pornography or sexually explicit media, addiction, threat to longevity of the current relationship and abuse. Believe it or not, I have helped many couples say that The affair was the best thing that ever happened to their relationship. When a couple comes to me for support, my aim is to get them to that happier place as quickly as possible. In order to create more love, passion, fun and respect into a marriage, healing and the repair work must be done before or in parallel. Well, that's it for making a helpful apology. I hope some of those tips really do help you. And I I will be talking more about affairs and how to heal from them both the wounded spouse healing and the relationship healing in other episodes. So please do be sure to subscribe if you found something useful and want to get some more up-and-coming podcasts. From my heart to yours, take care. Thank you for listening to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer. If you have enjoyed the program, please leave a rating and review on iTunes so more people dealing with marriage breakdown and divorce get the support they need. If you want more great free resources, such as secrets to a happier relationship, moving on fast after divorce, or tips on parenting through divorce, be sure to visit www.purepeacecoaching.com today.